It's Friday. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Tom. I'm Bear. And we are the Unrefined Guys. Two guys who know a little bit about a whole lot of things. Don't know a whole lot about one particular topic. <laughs> Deep breath. I really got to stop running. <laughs> Shut up. I don't run. <laughs> I run to the car so I can go to the store. Run your mouth. I run my mouth a lot. <laughs> I run my mouth a lot. That's all I know. How to? You know what? I, we say we're not experts at anything. I think I'm close to being an expert at running my mouth. I was going to say we are experts at being smart asses and having yeah. opinions. <laughs> and they don't we're have to fluent be fluent in sarcasm. We are fluent in sarcasm. <laughs> Our opinions don't always have to be correct. And we haven't been correct the last couple opinions. Well, maybe would you say we weren't correct or would you say we were a little off the mark? It's just a polite way of saying we were, we're incorrect. Yeah. You know, I was just going to say that that's the same thing. <laughs> kinda. I mean, I wouldn't look like the NFL thing. Yeah. I don't know that we were wrong. I don't either. I think you got it. We, we, like we've said in the last couple of shows is you know, maybe they heard what we said and, and then said, we need to change this up. Look, there's just too many coincidences for us to have been too far off. Or yeah. maybe we weren't exactly correct. Well, and there's we were too many the, people that were on the same page. We were in that we were heading the right direction. You know, it's kind of like yeah. <laughs> Shrek. They were heading the right direction right? for a dumbass, right? <laughs> I like the theory. Smart donkey. Quick, quick, we got caught. Hurry, well, let's, think let's about the other the, team win. Yeah, think about when you were a kid and the presents were under the tree and you shook them and you were guessing, and you may have said, "Oh, I got that transformer." Right. When in reality, you got the Woolworth knockoff of Transformers. I mean, it was still. I, I remember that happening one year, is because I was huge into GI Joe back in the day. Right. And I, you know, mom would let us play with the gifts for one day, and try to guess what it was, and I guessed it. At the time, I guessed it correctly, mm -hmm. and, and and she's like, "Oh, I couldn't afford that. What are you talking about?" That's kind of the same as that the NFL yeah. just did to us. Yeah, so. basically. You were right, but we're going to switch it up so you weren't right. <laughs> and I wonder, obviously, we're recording, uh -huh. and the game is yet to be determined as to who the second team will be in the Super Bowl. But if you're listening to this right now, you already know. But when we looked at this conspiracy theory if you will yeah last wednesday we said it was going to be carolina no i mean i'm sorry i keep doing that that's the second <laughs> time i did san francisco it. and baltimore south san francisco and baltimore well we now know that baltimore slipped yeah, a little bit kansas city came out because they haven't been to the super bowl enough lately no um and the likelihood is beginning to shape up that it will be Detroit. Well, at this moment. At this moment yeah. of recording. But as everybody's listening, you're already going to know. So, you know, we're going to see how this whole thing. So it's going to be Taylor Swift versus Eminem. Taylor Swift versus Marshall Mathers and Eminem. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's funny because I did see a meme on X earlier that uh, said Taylor Swift is finally going to. Well, she's making it to the Super Bowl the first year after being drafted. Um, <laughs> first rookie to make it now. i am seeing a lot of angry people that are just kind of disgusted with seeing taylor swift so much i am and sick of it here's the thing and i'm I, not a kansas city fan she she's she's probably the most public girlfriend i guess 
Uh, my favorite meme that I saw was a picture of her in the booth mm-hmm. with Jason K- Kelsey, which is right. Travis's brother. And, and they're like, oh, look, America's Sweetheart. Oh, and Taylor Swift. Oh, <laughs> you know, I have never, oh, I want to be careful. I say never. I, Taylor Swift is an incredibly talented woman. She has got great business acumen. We're not getting paid or scared of her. At we're, all. We're actually giving her credit. I'm just, I'm not a fan of her music. I haven't been. She did okay when she, you know, was in the country world. I wasn't a huge fan then. I did notice a theme starting early on back right. then about right. the writing songs about, you know, being jaded a lot. Um, then she made the, the, the crossover. Good for her. She she found a niche. It worked for her. She has made a killing. And she's incredibly talented. It's just not my thing. No. You know, uh, that being said, she doesn't play football. No. She has no influence over the games. And why does the NFL, and I know what the answer is, but everybody else wants to know, why is the NFL and the TV network spending so much energy? They're spending so much energy. I saw this from a comedian. They're spending so much energy promoting the fact that Taylor Swift's at the Kansas City Chiefs games so that more people go and play football and get head injuries so they become... Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift fans, fans. <laughs> makes perfect sense. Has 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 Taylor Swift ever performed at the Super Bowl halftime show? No, but you would think that she was putting a bid in for it or something. As much as she's been at a game, I wonder if she's hurting her chances of ever getting it. Yeah, that's a good question. That's Wouldn't good that be almost conflicted if they said, "Hey, Taylor, since you're already banging the dude, can we get you?" Yeah, to... yeah since you're going to be there anyway. Yeah, you're already going to be at the game. <laughs> She'll probably make some guest appearance. Who is who is this year? Uh, Usher. That's going to be a headliner. good show, hopefully. Usher, Reba McIntyre, and whoa, whoa, somebody whoa. else. What? Yeah, I know. So two great tastes that. Go together? <laughs> well, like Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart? Right? <laughs> Maybe that's the, the thing Can you imagine for. Reba singing, yeah? That would be hilarious. Does he do what's getting hot in here? No, no that's, that's Nelly. That's Nelly. <laughs> yeah. Now, Reba's an interesting choice to put with Usher. But you're right. You know, two great, great artists, especially. And Usher still does does a lot of great work, but back in our yeah. younger years, they were kind of the, the, the top of the charts back then. So, and eh, we'll see. I don't, I don't know. know if he has enough songs to do a medley on by himself on the Super Bowl. Could he do? Because that's usually what, like Rihanna did. She did. Right. Um, and uh, by the way, it was the worst halftime show ever. Well, but, uh, it was up She had enough sure. songs to do. A medley, because that's what right. they have to do. Right. In, in the 20, 30 minutes that they get for halftime shows. Um, I then I think that's why they have Reba and there's somebody else. I can't remember who right. else it is, but um, that are supposed to be there at the halftime show. So between the three of them, they can do the medley. I'd love to hear Usha do uh, Fancy. That would be great. Or the nights the, the night, the, night the lights went out in Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. Usher's good. Reba's good. That third person's just there for filler. Probably. I, don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm being <laughs> facetious, but at least it'll be a decent halftime show ish. Right. Uh, Usher typically, you know, 
he does does well. The weekend halftime show was an interesting one. I, it was a bit odd. It was odd, but at least he did his all of his own. He did his own stuff. Yeah, so it, that was pretty cool. My favorite so far, at least in modern times right now, has been Lady Gaga's. She put on a hell of a show. I liked the rappers. I liked Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. That Eminem. was decent. That was a really good one. Yeah. Um, oddly enough, they all went well together. They did. And they didn't. They're all from the same label. Right. So and they all they? didn't. It wasn't a competition. It, it was a, a medley put together and they all, you know, had their own time, um, which worked out well. But it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see how this halftime show turns out. It'll be fascinating, to say the least. Yes, sir. It's finally Friday. Um, I don't know that that means anything to most people. I know that I'm closer than I was last week to actually getting a two-day weekend again. Nice. Yes, we um, we Did you finally make a decision. Well, yes, ish. So we spent a couple of days this past week, um, previous, uh, doing some interviews. A lot of them. And um, I think we did somewhere around 15 or 16 interviews. Oh, geez. Yeah, I was surprised at we had that many applicants for it. So where I work, uh, I'm, I'm an operations manager, and I have been working short because the person who was my kind of partner uh, underneath me um, had been injured and had been out for quite a while. Um, and we, you know, a long while. And so, you know, you had to, I was kind of, I was picking up the slack and getting it done. I mean, and, and I was getting it done. Were they holding out because of, uh, finances of hiring somebody for that position? No, I don't. Uh, or I think it was just for... because they were hoping that they'd be able to come okay, back, Okay, which was what we had all hoped for. Um, unfortunately that wasn't the case and I don't know what the case was cause those decisions are all made way up above me above your big uh, yeah i just got told a few weeks ago that they'd open the rack up uh we'd be getting some applicants and you know i expected we might get five or so yeah because it's not a 40 hour full-time position it's just like 35 hours full-time you okay. know in the state yeah, of colorado yeah. if you work over 30 hours You're right you get full-time benefits full-time um leave pay right but it's just the hours are lower. And so yeah, I thought there would be less interest because of that. We had, we had quite a bit of interest. And so we got those interviews done. Um, my, I think it's the hours in the schedule that might probably, be why probably. applied. Um, so my partner, who is the other operations manager during daytime, he and I sat through um, two days full of interviews. Um, had a lot of great candidates, and uh, Friday, no Thursday, I submitted the uh, the choices up to my boss, who then submitted them to her boss, who then submitted them to HR, and I'm hoping that uh, they'll make a decision. They'll have a decision for me this week. Somebody. This week, and then somebody will be starting this so coming week. You're not off Monday, not yet. Not yet. It's no. probably I'm gonna have to train somebody, whoever it is that they, it, you know, if they go with one of the three that we chose, um, I'll have to train them. So you know, a couple of weeks. Uh, I don't. The, the, like as I said, the candidates were great. I don't think it'll take too much to get them trained. So it should be it should be pretty quick. I'm hoping in the next three to four weeks I'll be able to have a two day weekend. Yeah. All the time again. It'll be so much fun. 
And um, right, hey, crossing my fingers, crossing <laughs> my fingers. You yeah, know. you haven't had two days off in what eight months? Well, I mean, Christmas and New Year's I did just oh, because right. of the way they fell. But other than that, I hadn't in forever. Right. Um. So yeah. So you when, when you sick, did you get an extra day? Like what was it, a couple weeks ago or a week ago? Whatever when I was, was sick. Yeah. So that was the the one day. I took off. That's the first time I'd called off sick. Right. And uh, so I didn't work that Saturday. I was off Sunday. I was back to work Monday. And I still had 48 hours, 46 hours. Damn. So, but, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, but I'm I'm looking forward to that. And hopefully it'll give us more well, time I'll to be more creative. cross our fingers for you. It'll give us more time to be creative. Hopefully. And do our things. Yeah. Not that, that we... we're going to be production experts <laughs> we, we do okay this I mean, is about as much as you're gonna get from us we, production we do okay we do no we absolutely Compared do to some of the other podcasts i've listened to we we, we don't <laughs> we don't focus on a lot of high value production well stuff. We, we focus more on our music and our production our lead-in right our, our other stuff more than other shows do i was gonna say if people knew what kind of thought process we put together <laughs> well i was gonna say but we don't do the research the other shows do on what they're actually gonna f- can talk about so <laughs> somebody asked me about that and they said well <laughs> you guys just kind of have a conversation and i said that's the draw to our show we don't want look we do look into what we talk about we don't like like bear said we don't dig into the the, the weeds about things but I think the reason we don't is because we like to have genuine, legitimate conversations like right. anybody else would have with their buddies sitting around drinking a beer. Well, and you all have to agree that you get tired of being talked down to from these other pundits. Or talked at. Yeah. yeah from these other podcasters that are just going to tell you this is the way it is. Because I'm smart and this because, is what I Because, yeah, know. I've, I've spent time doing this, and, and so you have to believe me. We're not that guy. We're no, not those we, guys at all. We're just, we literally, our wives said to us <laughs> as we sat forever talking about, well, we could do this or we could do that or we could do that. You know what like, we should do? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we should try this. But the wives were like, how about you put a microphone in front of your faces, you hit record, and you do what you're doing right now? What do you mean? Just talk? <laughs> That's yeah. Usually what a lot of the podcasts do. So why can't we do it? And like not have, well, just have conversations like you always do. And there's value to that because it, as you so are, I, I put out a, a question on, on Facebook about what draws you to our show. Mm-hmm. I didn't, it was quite worded that way, but it was something right. like that. And we had some responses that were like, hey, we just enjoy listening to two buddies that, you know, obviously sit around and, and just we're, we love sitting in on your conversations. Right. That's basically what everybody said. So there's that. <laughs> you know, we're obviously Which doing is a something. Good draw. Yeah. Right. It's a good draw to it's a conversation starter, because if you bring different perspectives into a conversation, it can drive your thinking about a particular topic in a different way. That maybe you oh, hadn't thought about before. Yeah, we're 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 not asking you to follow our beliefs or our opinions, you know. Right. But maybe we open your eye to a situation that's going on. Yeah, and that's why we're always telling people: tell us what you think, because 
we only see it from our perspective as the two of us sitting here occasionally when Karen joins us or somebody else might join us. We see another perspective of something that, like you said, we haven't always thought about or yeah. hadn't thought about. Yeah. And so it's nice ask, to having that, yeah, that third party, yep. a different point of view. And that's why we ask folks to tell us, you know, what, what do you think about this or what do you think about that? Send us a message. We get people who send us messages sometimes. Some of them we can talk about. Yeah. We'll talk about all of them if they come. But, um, you know, some people don't necessarily listen because they want to agree with us. They want to hear a different perspective. Yeah. That's all. You know, for instance, like this bribery shit going on with uh, oh, yeah, Carrie yeah, Lake. Carrie Lake, yeah. What <laughs> that on was, earth? That was crazy. I mean. The guy, I can't remember the dude's name right now. But he he was, until recently, the head of the GOP party in Arizona. It's now, Greg, Gregory something. Yeah, that. Greg Greg Peck or something to that effect. Yeah, so, Gregory Peck. Yeah. Had, <laughs> by Carrie's own words, she looked at this guy as a friend. Right. Um, and he calls her up one day while she was writing her recent book and says, hey, have you got a few minutes? I got something I want to put past you. And she says, well, I'm doing this book thing. I'm, he says, I'm in the neighborhood. I've got something I really want to talk to you about. What can't be on the phone. And she went, really? Uh-oh. For whatever reason, she decided. So her, her alarms went off. Yeah, her, her just doesn't feel right went off. So she grabs a tape recorder and she, uh, she starts recording are, are when he shows up. Still? What's that? Are those the things still, tape recorders? I have one. Yeah. Do you? I do. It's a matter of fact, I think it's in this. Uh... <laughs> oh, shit. We're being recorded. Yeah, we, well, yeah right. Um, I, I, I have one. I don't, it, it used to be in here. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, you never know. It's just a digital recorder. It's, yeah, I've had it for quite a while. So, um, anyway, he, he comes to her house, and the entire thing that I've listened to, I think, was almost 10 minutes long. Yeah, and there's a same lot here. Going on I, I know in there. I, the same. I've listened to the same thing. It yeah. is a pretty long thing. This is just a snippet, and I think this is the uh, this is the the meat of it. So here he is talking to her, basically offering her a bribe. Not basically. It's straight up. Very powerful people that want to keep you out. Oh, no, they do. But they're willing to put their money where their mouth is in a big way. So. This conversation never happened. Is there a number at which... I can be bought. <laughs> That's what it's about. You can take a pause for a couple of years. No. And then go right back to what you're doing. No. So is he paying her off to stay out? There are very powerful oh. people. So he basically... Because didn't he say, what price would it be for you to, to... To to take a pause. Take a pause, yeah. Yeah, so she's running for Senate of Arizona, and... In it's not said in this particular recording, but he does go into some detail of people back east. Ah, so that could be DC. It could be since it's it Arizona. Be, it could be New Mexico. Could be New Mexico. Well, what <laughs> what what did get uncovered, and I'm not sure by whom, um, was that uh, the people back east were referred to. Or who was being referred to as people back east are the um, 
Senate pack, and I don't know exactly, but basically Mitch McConnell is in charge of that pack. And the allegation is fairly confident that the money is coming from that pack, that they are trying to pay her to stay out of this Senate race because she's going to rock the boat. And the Senate, just like the House, wants things to be done a particular way. They don't want outsiders coming in with this hero complex. And they feel like Carrie Lake has a hero complex. So they want her to sit out for a while because they have things they need to get done and she will mess them up. I do remember the the next part of that clip is where she's giving, (laughs) not giving numbers. She's like, not for this much, not for that much, not for a billion dollars. Will I do that? It's not about the money. It's about the people. Right. Now, it sounds, you know, because she obviously knew this was coming or had a clue that mm-hmm. it was coming, and that's why she was recording it. And she may be saying all this stuff just to make herself sound sure. good to the voters. That's possible, but let's be honest. If somebody came into our studio and said, hey, we need you guys to stop what you're doing for two years. And we're willing to pay you X. Would you stop? I would go, maybe for X, X. No, what, I'm just teasing. What, <laughs> my, 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 my actual question is, what is X? Right. You know, is X $60,000, No, I'm not going to stop. Well, no. you're already in the hole. You go in the hole every month. Every month we do this, you and I go in the hole a little bit. Yep. So we're already in the hole. So anything more than that is good money. Yeah, it sure is. But I don't think it's willing to stop. Is there a price that I could stop doing this for? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know what it is. We're yet. we're not in control of people's lives either though. Correct. We're, we're, we're just doing the show. Yeah, we're just two guys that look, we're gonna still continue to sit and have conversations right. all the time. We're still gonna blow our opinions out of the water. We're just not gonna record it and put it up on a on a a, a platform where everybody can see it. Maybe or not, hear it. Not, maybe not this platform. Right. <laughs> so like Find you like you said though, we're not making policy. We're right. not making decisions that impact everybody's lives. That's a big, that's a huge difference, you know, in your job that you did before that you loved, it helped people. It it contributed to the, to the economy as a whole. It contributed to people's lives as a whole. Right. Would that change if somebody came to you and said, Hey, we need you to stop doing X for a certain amount of time. And we're going to do this again. It's different. Because the only one that's going to benefit from that is you. Yeah, yeah. How is somebody going to benefit by you stop driving? Well, they're not because there's thousands of others out there who are going to drive. There's only one who's running for Senate right now against Carrie Lake. That person, they obviously want to do this job more than Carrie Lake. Because that person is more amenable to their will. Right. So here's the bigger picture of this that I don't know that, you know, of course you don't hear pundits talking about it. You sure as shit aren't hearing anybody in the media talking about this. This is just the one we know about. Uh, yeah. It's like the immigration. It's all the gotaways. It, so it, we have what, 200 or whatever it is. People's... So it's, it's a hundred senators. Right. 
and four hundred and change. Well, I was, I was oh, with right. congressmen and and yeah. Senators. So there's six hundred and something elected people besides the president and vice president in D.C. Right. So, what do you think the percentages of the ones that have been bought? Of the ones that actually have been, I don't know, but I would venture a guess. 600. <laughs> I would venture a guess that every single one of them has had this happen. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Everyone. Absolutely. Of, unless, of course, they were the one that was picked. Um, I guess the point is, is that if this is going to be done at the high level of a senator, I want to know, is it illegal? To offer somebody a sum of money to sit out a race, I can't imagine it would be. No, I don't know if it would be illegal. But if this is happening for every Senate and Congress race. You mean they're cherry picking the people they they want? They cherry pick who they want. Because they're going to they, be... They've already been doing this. Right. That's and why we got people like AOC in in, right? <laughs> in office. And uh, now it's confirmed that it's happening. Did you hear what she said? Which time? Just the recent one. AOC. I don't think so. We the, She's calling on all of her supporters to uh, stand up against Texas and, and boycott Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> Shut up. No, serious. I showed Karen that. She wants to boycott <laughs> Texas Roadhouse. To to punish Texas for what they're doing. For the border crisis. To punish the state of Texas. <laughs> I couldn't say it with a straight face. Sorry. Jesus. I don't know if it's real. It just, I saw Oh, that. sure. <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious. Oh, my God. You know, here's, I here's the... I couldn't confirm it, confirm it, but I had seen it in a couple different sources. Here's the scary part about this Texas thing, but beyond, beyond the fact that AOC says stupid shit. She did say the ceasefire thing, don't remember Yeah, that. she did say that, which is... But if you think about... Now, there are... Three rallies being planned for the Texas border area. Yes. They're expecting some 70,000-plus truckers. Yes. Nice. As well as an unknown amount of farmers, ranchers, retired military, retired law enforcement, first responders who are going to go to these rallies to support the Texas state as well as the National Guard. I worry about that. I worry about that for twofold. Number one, if you recall back in 20, I think it was 21, when the truckers rallied in Canada. Yeah. Justin Trudeau, who is the prime idiot, or what do they call him up there? Prime minister. Prime idiot. um, He gets blasted this week. I think I can find this quick story real fast. I hope Canadian truckers got a victory in federal court in Canada and the court had ruled that Justin Trudeau's invoking of the emergency act was unconstitutional and that he violated the charter rights of the freedoms, which is similar to our bill of rights. Okay. Did she come or did she have a, she cut she had herself. A I think she had a boo-boo. You okay. Yeah. Did you burn yourself? She cut her finger. We're twins. I did it last week. So Trudeau vowed 
that he was going to make this thing right, and it's going to be his life mission, basically, to remove every single judge up there now because they were against him. I don't know that that's true. I just kind of made that part up. But the reason I bring that piece up is, A, it just shows that he's a tyrant and how he has made it this long. We'll see if he survives another one. Well, I know when the the truckers were against the mandates there in Canada, the Canadian truckers, that he seized a few companies' monies. Yeah, he seized their whole corporations, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, like like a, a dictator would. Right. You know. Well, he is a penis potato. So. <laughs> well, he does look like. Well, not look like, but it was, he's allegedly Fidel Castro's ill-gotten son. There are there are some eerie similarities <laughs> well, there is, between yes. them. So anyway, these truckers and first responders retired and whatnot are planning to go and, you know, have rallies. Is this the right thing to do, given what we saw the feds do in D.C. on January 6th? Is this a good opportunity for the Democrats and the liberals to plot another insurrection? And have counter-protests down at the border to create a shitstorm. I see what you're saying. But I the thing is, is Texas is still under the constitutional right in doing what they're doing. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So they're not breaking any federal laws. Right. They're actually upholding federal laws that but... were put in place by the federal government. And just because they're doing it a way that the federal government doesn't want them to do it, the federal government's throwing a fit. You mean like if you were to go and petition or protest against your government at stay the Capitol or right. something? Right, if, you if you're protesting at the Capitol. Are they going – well, for instance, in Arizona, they made the governor remove uh, the shipping containers that were acting as a wall because they were on federal land and they were blocking – one-eyed yeah. weasels or something yeah, that were some endangered. Like that, yeah, um, one-eyed weasels. Do they? I just came up with. I probably was. I've been called that before. <laughs> I've not personally been called that, though. I've had something described. I, I, that. I, I well, it, it's been. It was rephrased. It, you know, you're being a dickhead. Oh, it? gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So I, I wonder though if they find a way to make up some way to arrest these people and just create a problem. So you think about, if you think about the Civil War. Yeah, about seven, I, I do believe that they'll make something up too. We lost about 750,000 lives during the Civil War by the time it was all said and done, right. roughly. And that war, if you read history, it's said that that battle of, that, of the Civil War started at Fort Sumner, where... A majority of families were just out enjoying the day and, you know, picnicking or whatever you did back then. And then this scuttle broke out. Only one shot was fired. Nobody was hit. But when you look back today, that was the start of the Civil War. Allegedly. Right. Which incident I'm not saying last the Civil War what didn't happen. I'm saying right. that, that that the beginning of it was supposedly that exactly. something else. So which war or I mean sorry, which incident over the last six months to a year 
do they point to if something if no something I, breaks? I, I've said that from the get go. This is if if a, a civil war or some kind of rebellion happens, this will be what history writes down as the start of it. Well, and the sad part is, is they'll erase that history because many people don't like it and because it's sensitive and hurts people's feelings, so they'll get rid of it, <laughs> and then what? Right. But would this be the one where they say, okay, well, there was already tensions between the feds and the Texas National Guard, then this rally happened, then Antifa and BLM showed up, and then there was conflicts between the two, and then that Antifa and BLM won't show up because they're too chicken shit. I wish I believed you, but they showed up in many places that I didn't think they would. Well, that's uh, during you got some a point, love. but there are some of these it's people, a lot of people. Some of these people that are going to be down there for these rallies, I don't think those two organizations want any part of. I would agree because the, the, the one these are uh, Fafo people that are going to be. Oh, down absolutely, there. but. Yeah, some well, of those people don't. Some have of those any Fafo brands. people do want the BLM and Antifa to show up. Correct. So. I just, you know, are we at a point now where we're boiling over? When we have, and I'm not saying I agree with this, but we have an attack on our soldiers just a few, you know, a few days ago. Yeah. The response at the time is you've got two Republican senators saying basically wipe iran out now that's turned into glass yeah yeah and they want to go to war with anybody and everybody they can we've got you know ukraine that we just keep taking every penny that biden will send them and biden doing everything in his power to give them money you've got taiwan and china on the verge of of going into whatever they're going to go into well then you have north korea north korea to either go at japan or south korea just flexing as they can and everybody's trying to get this war hungry government or this war hungry administration wrapped up into something and the best thing that they could do is to get us wrapped up internally because then they would make us more worthless than our military brass currently is. I want to be very, very clear on what I say there. Our military men and women, our fighting men and women are doing the best that they can with what they're given. But when you have this woke mind virus just sucking up every ounce of yeah potential smartness that could exist in the military cadre when they're being told nope you gotta hire people who men who believe they're women you gotta hire women who believe they're men and don't hire based on qualifications we need to have more people of color more people of weird sex preferences and uh, less people who actually know what's going on right and have an idea about this job you put all that together this is we're in a prime powder keg does America have the wherewithal to get its shit together and figure out what's happening before it's too late? I, well, I would like to say, I would like to believe that they could, that we can pull this shit together. But the way things are going and the way they want they, right. being everybody that's involved in this, the Uniparty, wants it to go this way. Because... As we see in the bills that are being trying to be the the Democrats and the Republicans are trying to get passed, 
they really don't give a fuck about the border. They're, they're, they're making us all focus on the border. And yeah, it's a problem. Sure. You know, we have an invasion going on, but really they're trying to hide funding for those wars that we just talked about, the Ukraine and, and in Israel. They, 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 they are hiding funding in that bill for right. that. Well, you know, and you bring up a, a great point. There was a poll done just recently uh, within the last five or so days that asked, what do you see as the number one problem facing the United States this presidential election season? One of the the possible answers was the border. One of them was uh, the economy slash inflation. One of them was uh, ongoing wars. And I don't remember what the fourth choice was. By and large, uh, the poll came out to close with the top priority answer being the border, which is a big deal. But that's not the number one thing facing our country right now. The deficit and the budget is what's going to put us under. And what I have seen in the last month or so, which this is going to be weird, so anybody who listens regularly, you might want to mark this day down, is a ray of hope from me seeing that people seem to start people seem to start beginning to see what's really happening. And what I'm I've seen several times is even people on the progressive side are taking a breath before they engage. Whereas before that, and the right was just as bad about it in many aspects. But if we're going to start as a collective taking a breath and instead of reacting, we're responding and we're treating people like human beings and we're giving each other the opportunity to be heard. And instead of like we talked about on Monday show, instead of everything having to be a debate, let's have conversations, but let's have meaningful conversations where I don't agree that these borders should be open. You seem to think, and I say you very generically, it's not meaning bear. You seem to believe that we need to have a certain number. Okay, what's that number that we can both come to an agreement on that the number of people who can be allowed to become citizens through the legal and normal process or who can obtain asylum, what's that number and how do we get to that point so that it's it's realistic? Because... For too long, the Dems' whole goal was all we want to do is get as many of them in here so that the Republicans never have power again. That's not what a constitutional republic is supposed to be like. It's supposed to be an election. It's supposed to be fair. It's supposed to be somewhat democratic, though not completely. Right. Um, All of those things have to happen, and... While it's still going to take us a long time to get to it, the fact that we're seeing some folks start to take breaths before they go into gives me a little bit of hope. It gives me some hope. Not a ton. Right. But some. That's a deep one. I don't know. This this, this immigration (laughs) thing. We got cool knives. We got this cool sponsor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ravencrest Tactical has got these out-the-front knives that are so kick-ass. My wife still won't let me get one. Don't tell her. They have sizzle. 
And you can make a payment or five or I don't know. I think it's a handful of payments. That I don't want one. We just are watching our money at the moment. It sounds like you're watching the money. Let him just take your eyes off of some of it. Look that way for a second. Yeah, take your eyes off the money for a second. So, yeah, they've got these. They're made in America. They handcraft these as you order it. So, A, you can order one of their many um, standard knives. Right. You can create your own knife. You can have it built with whatever blade you want. You can get it half serrated, half not. You can get different types of styles like a tanto or a spear. or You can get all sorts of that. You can get um, uh, different colors of handles. It's just cool. You can go in and just customize your knife any way you want to. You can even get words and laser engraved for a little extra money. Super cool. Uh, they also, uh, these are most, most, their, their specialty knives are out the front spring loaded knives, which are legal in most states. If they're not legal in your state, they'll let you know that. And, uh, yeah, they'll work with you. They won't even let you get to the payment screen if, yeah. if it's not legal they, in your state. They're careful about that. So, um, plus they've got regular standard knives. They've got some fixed blade knives as well as a couple of uh, other specialty items that they're going to be making now, as well as some, uh, what's it called, swag stuff that they'll be doing over Ravencrest Tactical. So uh, they've become an affiliate sponsor with us, and we are so glad to have them on board. Uh, We've had a good time with them so far. We're hoping we'll be able to do some giveaways and some coupons and stuff here in the near future. So... Do not go directly to the website. We're asking that you go to our social medias and pull the pull the uh, the link off of there, or go onto our social or I'm sorry, onto our web page, where you can go to our contact us page. Scroll about halfway down, and you'll see right smack in the middle where yeah, for our sponsor Webmaster <laughs> Karen has put their link, <laughs> predominantly right in the middle. And we would prefer you go through our website for just, sure, just so we get the traffic. And uh, you know, it's a little, it's a lot faster to. Click that link. Yeah, and and listen, even if you have no intentions of buying one, do us a favor and go to the link. Yeah. Look around, take a peek at what they got. You know, just shop. Even if it's uh, window shopping and you're not able to buy right now, just go look around because... I've done a lot of that. We'll also get, you know, credit for sending traffic to the site. So any, any help we can get... And if you got friends that are in the site and you know in in the business or in the in the market for a knife, give them that link, send it to them straight from the phone to their phone, let them click on and take a look. Yes. That's Ravencrest Tactical. We appreciate having them uh, as a an affiliate sponsor. You can also check out their social medias as well. That was a weird place. I guess we haven't done commercials before. <laughs> we haven't done many of them. Yeah, sure. I think we might do better. We'll get know. better. What do you think? We just record it and hit a button. I think, I think that might annoy us. That, that wouldn't feel it, as normal. Well, it was kind of odd to just stop talking about the border and talk about tactical knives. <laughs> That's a good place to talk about. It was a about. good place yeah. to talk about. <laughs> knives, but hey, it let me look up some uh, border information. Okay. I've got a uh, report from 2022. I don't have 23 numbers yet from Homeland Security. The number of legal residents that obtained lawful permanent residency status in 2022 was 1,018,000. 
One million in 2022 were able to become naturalized citizens yep. by going through the process yes. the correct way. Yes. How many of those do you think? Because I don't know if these numbers there. How long did it take them to go through that process? Yeah, that we don't know. They could have been here. Like we, uh, I've heard all over the board. I've heard people say that it took them a year, year and a half. And it might just be on them on how fast mm-hmm. they could study be. to pass that test. Because I've heard some that were 15 and 20 years. Yeah, I've yeah. heard that too. I, so, it's all over the place. And I don't know if it also depends on the reason you're here, if sure. it's political asylum or if it's just relocating or... You know, I'd be curious kind of to see how that how that process. If everything went by the book, how long would that take? I wonder if we could call somebody and find that. Yeah, I don't know what the average is, but I would guess that it's a two or three year. Yeah, that process. sounds about like it'd be right because yeah. you've got to go through some classes, you've got to be able to study, and you know, well, the speed of the government. I mean, just that by itself. Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> how long does it take you to get your passport? I mean, come on. Well, so as a, a natural born citizen, it takes us six to eight it's weeks. It's supposed to know? take six to eight weeks, though there have been people that I've heard that have gotten it in four to five. I've also heard of people taking six and seven months. So just like and, you and I've said, heard of, of somebody that it, they did like three weeks and they got their passport. So it's another thing that's all over the place. Yeah, I think it just really depends on a variety of things. For instance, when you get your passport, you have to go to an interview at the post office where you can also get your picture and whatnot. What's what's involved with this interview? It's literally asking about all the information (laughs) you filled out on the form, your address, date of birth, social security number, family So they're members. just confirming the shit you put down. Basically, you know, and, and there's a couple other questions that are kind of odd of you, you know, uh, affiliation with terrorist organizations, you know, standard, which so, I don't know why they couldn't ask those questions somewhere else, but. Right. So it shouldn't be too much different from what we did for our get hazmat. Our, get our hazmat. Probably. Yeah. The thing I've noticed, or the thing I did notice about getting the passport was it it's kind of a nickel and dime process. You got to pay to get this. You got to pay to get the pictures taken. Now you can go to your local Walgreens Walgreens and get a picture taken. I think those are like 12 or 15 bucks to give you two pictures that are ridiculous. It it cost me the last time I went, it it cost me 45 bucks for For your, for two passport size photos at Walgreens. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then just take them when you go for your interview. Um, and that's what we did. We went and just, they took our picture there. Um, so you, you pay a process, I think it's an application fee that goes to the post office. Then there's another fee, and it's like, I don't know, 30, 40 bucks to, you know, go through that interview piece. Well, then when you are done with that piece, that person fills out some paperwork, signs it, you sign it, they put it in an envelope, and you have to pay the Department of State. I think it was like $200. They process it and basically just go through all that paperwork that that person just did for you, make sure it's all correct. They do a quick computer check and then enter all that in, and then it goes off to the next place. By the time it's done, it's about 300 bucks, 260 or so. You can pay an extra couple of bucks to get um, like expedited. We didn't pay that, but I guess that'll speed it up by two or three or four weeks. Um, it's just, it's all about the government taking any kind of money they can get from you. Um, and you know, giving you, this is the part that just blows my mind about quote unquote taxation without representation. They, they get you 
because they don't take enough from your paycheck. Right. They don't. Here's the, you know, somebody, I heard somebody put this pretty well. They, they tax your paycheck. Then when you go to the store to spend your money, they tax it again. And then like your, your dollar gets taxed so many times before it finally leaves your hand for good. And then you're taxed if you save it. Yeah. So it's just, it's a constant fees will get you taxes. Yeah. (laughs) Not to mention they mandate that you have to have a license to drive, but you got to pay for that license. Yes. But before you get the license, before you get the license, you got to take a test and you got to pay for that. Then you got to take a driving test and you have to pay the driving test instructor for it. It's just, everything has got, a dollar amount attached to it. Like you said, you got to have a license to, to drive, but then you also have to get a license for the car that you just bought. Right. You got to pay taxes on something that you already own and you got to pay year. the taxes every year on it. Same with your house, same with property. You know, people are upset right now because during COVID, the real estate market shot up. Yeah. And then property taxes were all shot through the roof. Now people are starting to catch up with that and it's killing people. Um, Though I guess if you're in the real estate market, now's a great time because people aren't able to afford the taxes on it. So it's just, it's this constant litany of always pay. And then when you die, they're going to tax you again. Yep. And if you don't pay it, you're not available. Yeah. If you can't pay it because you're dead, your family's now responsible yeah. to pay. It's just if a I was to pass, ridiculous. Then it would be on Karen to pay <clears throat> yep. my death tax. And your and kids if, if as Karen, well. If Karen and I pass at the same time, then my kids would be stuck mm-hmm. with it. It's just they, they, they take and they take and they take. And then when they're done taking it from you, they send it to another country and don't even leave it here to help the people that live in this country. That's the See, rightfully. That would be one thing. If it was staying here and doing good for... The United States citizens. Instead of funding Ukraine and Israel and other countries, if the, those tr- trillions of dollars that we've given away, because that's what we've done, mm-hmm. if we would have secured our border and and helped the homeless and some of the vets, fix the roads, you know what? And you, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be on the podcast because I would be okay. Yeah, we we'd probably not be. I wouldn't say disgruntled's the right word, but disenfranchised Just for definitely sure. Definitely disenfranchised. Yeah, I'm not being represented by the taxes that I pay out every year, nor is anybody else, because all that money's going to other countries. Now, the government's going to argue, well, those countries are paying companies here. Yes, yeah, so you're giving our citizen tax dollars to corporations, right? Who are paying the citizens? Who are paying the taxes? Who are giving the taxes to the government? Who's giving the money? It's this. This yeah. corporations are the ones who's making all the money. Yeah, and we're the ones that are they're paying making it, for it. They're they're making it coming in both ways. You yep, know? out the front door and coming in the back door. That who I had to say it that way. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> hmm. I would have Some, been done a disservice if I didn't. You would say have. Something. You would. I would have asked what was wrong <laughs> had you said it more appropriately. And I think the more appropriate way would have been far more inappropriate. <laughs> For whatever that's worth. Yeah, taxes are always an interesting. So and fun knob. The the money that they are sending overseas. Let's talk about Ukraine specifically. I um, just read an update on the status of the Ukraine-Russia war. There has been no 
let's say, movement in the last year. Like, nobody's winning this war. No. There's nothing There's nothing happening over there. I'll bet you're wrong. We're just not hearing about it. Well, well that, uh, I'm, I'm gonna I play don't this. recall where I got that info from. I'm going to play this person for a second. From. Nobody wins in a war. Absolutely well, That's correct. true. That's true. You are absolutely. But like they're right now, both countries are just stockpiling ammunition because it's too cold to go out and fight. Well, that's typically what happens in winters too. <laughs> so they're not even doing anything right now. <laughs> Sounds like me right now. Oh my god! Shit, it's fucking cold out there. Hundred <laughs> percent. Can we wait until March? <laughs> hasn't been a significant change in any of the borders or anything like that. So like they're. They're not even doing it. There's no end. There's no out. What What is the end game for this? There isn't one. And there probably won't be any movement until spring or summer. And then then it would be light because they're going to wait and see what happens in the elections here in oh, November. Yeah. Everybody's waiting on bated breath yeah. to find out what happens in November because that will change the direction it does i have a hunch that if conservatives Trump- win in november japan or i'm sorry china hits taiwan and hits them quick russia starts to fit well russia's already russia saying we're ready to go to the table yeah we're ready to go to the table that, ukraine keeps backing out i'm not trying that. to give putin any credit at all because i think he's right. a dickhead but he at least he's the one saying hey can we uh talk this out mm-hmm. you know <laughs> not quite in those words but he is offering to have negotiations right you know i i, I to kind of go along to this money thing <clears throat> um i don't remember where i heard this the other day but it was chilling and prophetic. I'm trying to get this link to pull up because it kind of described money-ish. So if you earned a dollar a second, do you know how long it would take you to hit a million dollars? Was it like seven days or six days? Twelve days. days. Twelve days, yeah. Twelve days. No, the, the disparity between a million and a billion. We're hearing about right. all these billions and right. these trillions that are going to all these other countries. If you were to earn a dollar a second, do you know how long it would take you to earn a billion dollars? It's like 500 years. or 32 something. years. 32 years. Yeah, that's right. Wow. And to earn a trillion dollars at a dollar a second would take you 31,710 years. But we are just throwing, giving it away. Here you go. Yeah, I, I, I know that I heard something saying for you to make what Forbes says Elon Musk is worth, one hundred eighty billion dollars. Mm. For you to get that much, is it one hundred eighty? That's I thought somebody two, somebody said it was one hundred eighty billion dollars. But for you to get to make a hundred. For me to give, for you to be a hundred to get one hundred and eighty billion dollars, I would have to start paying you a hundred thousand dollars a week in three thousand BC. Good God, two hundred and four billion is what they say he's. So he just slipped recently. Yeah, because he was like two. He just slipped. Yeah, yeah, and he blew forty-four million on Twitter. (laughs) Um, But he just slipped to number two in the world. 
uh, to another guy whom I've never heard of. Just the other day, I read it night before last. He slipped to number two, and this guy's got two hundred and thirty-one billion. Is it Bezos? No, no, he's some. I want to say he's uh, European. Um, let's see here. We've Aren't got we all? Bernard Arnault and family was number two. So this, uh, I've got a report from January. No, this just came uh, 18th. out. 18th. Oh, maybe. Maybe so. January 18th. May, may, it might be the Arnault. Uh, was Elon Musk. He's quite a ways ahead. 227. Um, then the Bernard Arnault family. Of France, they're 179. Yeah, I think Bezos this Arnold came up over top of him okay. just in the last few days. Okay, and Bezos is third. The thing about that, those people, and I was guilty of this for a long time until this podcasting world came into our lives, <laughs> was that we we tend to think of that in dollars, in actual physical cash. The reality is, is that they don't have this no. money. No, your net this worth is, is not your fluid well, cash. But he has the ability to cash Absolutely. it out, which he can. And the problem with bank accounts is your money is not in the bank. No. Right. A bank only typically has, depending on the size of the bank and the number of accounts in that particular branch, approximately... I think I heard eighty to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars cash on hand, right? And that's a high number. That's, Typically, that's it's high. about fifteen to twenty. If you want, if you had an account that had two and a half, three million dollars into it, and you called the bank and said, "I need seventy-five thousand cash," you would have to order it. Yeah. And then wait have to a wait. couple days. I was going to say you'd have to wait two or three days. You'd have to wait for the money truck to come drop that money off at the bank. Your bank account. And the money contained is nothing but ones and zeros. Yeah. Yep. And by and large, the money supply in this country is nothing more than ones and zeros. It is. If everyone went to the bank and said, I need my cash out. That's called a run on the bank. That's called a run on the bank. So well, we're in trouble. They actually made a, a thing about that. If everybody in the country, everybody that's adults in the country... Mm -hmm. Decided to go to the bank and just ask for a thousand dollars. Oh yeah, it that. would crash the economy. Really? The, yeah. the whole just economy would crash. Thousand bucks. Wow. Yeah. Somebody was. Somebody told me that they feared that if every person in this in the in the country had five hundred bucks, and they went, they needed to go and withdraw it. That it would it would create such a strain that the financial markets would likely have to shut down yeah. to readjust. Yeah. Wow. 500 bucks. Yeah, they'd have to close Wall Street. That that's the f it, it would yeah. it would crash us. The funny thing about cash though is the government can literally just print it out of thin air because they got rid of the gold standard many years ago. Right? So when they're sending money to the other countries, they're not sending physical money. No, they're sending a well. they're sending <laughs> or are they? Well, somebody we is to, eventually. When we were Do we have When we had the conflict of, in Iraq, Iraq, we actually had truckloads crates, of pallets food. of cash. Wasn't it disappeared? Dinars, dinars. Yes, I do remember. Wasn't that the Iraqi yeah. Currency? I think at the time it was. Denars, yeah. yeah. But in his palace, in Saddam's palaces, there were palace. rooms <laughs> of American cash. Cash. That a lot of it, I heard, ended up had to be shredded and burned 
because they couldn't put it back no. into the economy. It would it would crash. It would have killed the economy. Yeah. But really? the government does it all the time. Right? They just print it up whenever they need. Half of this money we're sending to Ukraine is simply just being created in the Fed. Yep. Oh, here. Because the Fed is loaning the money. So essentially it's a line of credit. It's exactly really what it is. is. The United States, while in fact is... is, But that we're not ever expecting to get paid back. Well, no, because that's that's, the whole point of laundering this cash is it's a a scam. Now, we're not financial guys, so we probably aren't explaining this perfectly. But the government of of the United States says we are going to guarantee a loan to Ukraine, Fed, print the money, send it to them, and just will be the guarantees of that loan. Ukraine is no way at all possible to pay this back. No. They'll never be Not able to pay it back. in any way. And so this money has just been pissed away. But what people don't realize about this money is it's not just funding ammunition and planes and tanks and all of that. This money that's being sent is funding their retirements. It's funding their government. It's funding, well, we know Zelensky's got a couple of mansions throughout the world that he's bought since then. Since he's become the president of Ukraine, he's not only bought two or three homes around the world, but he's bought two, two $25 million yachts. And his wife is going on these luxurious shopping Shopping sprees sprees in Milan and and other countries, Paris. And our government's just going, that's okay. It's all right. That's normal. It's okay. Okay, I just figured out, found the Bernard Arnault family. Um, Some some people wouldn't know this. It definitely is out of my, not my world. Um, He is the CEO and chairman at Moet Hennessy Louis Vuitton. Wow, he's... Yes. You just found a way to tie in champagne, champagne, caviar, and Zelensky's wife. His portfolio includes Louis Vuitton, Christian Dior, Mouet, Chandon, and Sephora. You know, somebody with financial sense. And completed the acquisition of jeweler Tiffany and company. Somebody with financial acumen could, I think, create... An investment fund, similar to BlackRock, Vanguard, Safe Street, and make it a very, very intentional, non-woke investment portfolio. I would like that. And could easily probably get at least 50%-ish of the country's investment monies put into it. And probably make a good living as well as some good returns for its investors. And then it would be easy to start showing companies. Oh, yeah. Who, this is who what happens when support. you don't DEI bullshit. Yeah. This is what happens when you hire people who yeah. are good at what they do and not hired simply because of their color or their sexual preference or their yeah. whatever. Yeah. Right. Hire people based on what they can do. Do you know who just went more DEI than they already were? Is that possible? The Oscars. 
Oh, okay. They now have a four. Yeah, so you can't even Academy, you yeah. can't even get nominated for a, an Academy Award unless you, unless it, your film meets certain you criteria. Have meet, you have to have four criteria. Well, there are four criteria. You have to meet two of those. Oh, criteria. I thought you had to meet all four. No, oh, you no, only no, have I, to I meet two of four, them. Yeah. Um, but all of them are about either somebody the movie itself has to be about, it has to star, we have to have, we just got a uh, football score. Uh, <laughs> red team's on top. Oh, wait, red team. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was out. He was out. He out. Well, you know, I just think that if we could make, and I don't have any financial smarts at all, that's why give my money to a financial person. <laughs> Let them invest it. Amen. I did make a call. Here's the sad part. I don't get to say where my current employer's 401k goes. Yeah. Right. And unfortunately, it's too. in one of those three shitty companies. Now, I have learned that I can instruct my personal dude to withdraw some of that money, but because I'm not vested yeah. With the company's okay. um, matches, right, it would have to wait. So it's right. just as good to leave it because get the match. I hate the get fact that free money. These three funds own each other. Yes, and own a lion's share of the investments that are out there. And most of the people that they're controlling have this DEI crap and this woke mind virus that's killing us all. So. You know, inevitably, until somebody is able to come up with a plan to say, here's what this portfolio is going to look like. Woke is not on our agenda. The more woke you are, the less likely we are to invest. Because there's only one of them and there's three of the others, more people are going to be likely to be pandering to these other three. But at some point, it's just like we're talking about on everything else. If people would stand up and say, enough. Comedy's finally starting to make a comeback because people are standing up and saying, The comedians are like, no. This is bullshit. Comedy is about making you uncomfortable. What's funny about that, and I don't mean to make a joke about comedy and funny, but people like Bill Burr, who who decided to go woke. Because he got canceled. Before he, yeah, but if he would have just stuck Mm -hmm. to his guns and stayed with the canceled shit, because he would have actually been more popular now. Oh, yeah. Then he is with going with the woke. I kind of feel bad for Bill Burr for for a few reasons, and because I agree one hundred percent. If he would have just shut up and and let things be, yep, he would be better off than he was than he is, and he's still doing okay now. Oh, yeah. But he had to pay the price. Oh yeah. But the reason he couldn't do that is because his woke wife. Oh yeah. Would not allow it, and she forced him. To apologize and kiss everybody's butts, and it was—it's a—it's—it's it's a shame. Yeah. It's sad because he's a funny motherfucker. He's hilarious, <laughs> you know. And even Rogan, who's a good friend of him, criticizes him for caving yeah. the way that he did, and it's—it's it's unfortunate. This is going to be sickening because <laughs> I called it, didn't I? <laughs> uh, okay, he made it. So at this point. You guys already knew this when the show started, but we're just finding out that San Francisco is going to the Super Bowl. And I'm disgusted because it's the same two freaking teams and the NFL oh, just keeps sucking red. everybody's well, ass. I, and... 
told him earlier what the final score was going to be. <laughs> you were close. You were damn close. At the end of the day, folks, take a stand. Tell people where they, you know, you don't have to be rude. You don't have to be nasty. But you don't have to put your investments where because it's the biggest or because it's the best. You can change things around and you can, you can self, stand up. You can self-invest. In self-invest and, you know, don't make stupid decisions and don't be a what do you head. think are some companies you could invest in who are some non-woke companies at this point i have no idea they're that all so damn find. woke at this point even chick-fil-a has gone woke chick-fil-a horror hired a dei uh, Expert, yeah. uh vice president or something yeah. like chick-fil-a of all places <laughs> that was the one bastion of hope we thought we had left yeah but everybody's trying to be woke. We just need people to say, listen, we're not doing all of this diversity. Well, it, we've proven over the last year, we being the conservatives or, or, mm -hmm. or some of us are just tired of the woke stuff. I mean, look at what happened to Budweiser. Look what happened to Target. Right. North Face and, and a few others. It, they took a hit when they went woke. Yeah. So, so I found an investment site and because of those companies taking a hit investors are actually starting to look for mm -hmm. non-woke companies because i don't want my money to to you know be based on your stupid marketing Here, here's <laughs> techniques here's one of the things that i can suggest again we've talked about this in the past i don't know that many of these companies are publicly traded but if you want to invest in companies who support your ideas and support your morals and your ethics, then what you need to do is go to publicsquare.com, download their app, and every company on that site shares your ideas. We are they not share your advisors. No, not, <laughs> and they're not investments. These are <laughs> these are people who have a, a product or a service to offer. Oh, gotcha. And so maybe you're not going to invest in the traditional sense, but by patronizing these companies, you're investing in non-woke sure bullshit. Find, and I'm sure you're right. You could find somebody you could invest in. And we don't have any affiliation at all with Public Square yet. <laughs> there is also a website that I have to find that is for looking for work. Oh, yeah. That will, the people that put their ads on there are not looking for woke people. They're looking for everyday people who want to work hard and to earn a living. So like if you lead with your pronouns, you're probably not going to get a call back. Maybe not. Maybe not. You know, and frankly, we got to get away from it. We got to stand up. Yeah. We just got to. At the end of the day, it's all about us. And nobody else is going to look out for us, but us. And thankfully for you, me and Bear, we're going to look out for you a little bit, too. Yeah, we're going to try. We'll do our best. <sighs> hey, the week's over. I hate the border. <laughs> I hate the administration that's currently overseeing our country. Yeah. I hate the people that are making lives so unmanageably difficult. I imagine we could have got a discount. If we would have just gone to Mexico and said, hey, uh, instead of sending all the money to Ukraine and Israel, if we would have just gone to Mexico and said, hey, uh, 
How yeah. much to help us out here? Help yeah. us out. <laughs> I bet you we could have got somebody to invest in our podcast, huh? <laughs> Probably. Could've. Hey, instead of becoming a member, look at it this way. You're investing. Invest in the podcast. There Just go to patron.podbean.com forward slash unrestrained and invest in us giving you high quality entertainment. <laughs> Notice I said entertainment and didn't yeah. say high-quality opinions, because our opinions usually <laughs> suck. We're middle of the road. We're all right. We do okay. <laughs> the weekend is upon us. Do yourselves a favor. Get out. Relax. Have a good time. Hopefully the weather's nice in your area. Go s- touch some grass. Touch some touch some ass, too. That, too. Get permission. For God's sake, get permission. Don't go touching ass without at least getting some kind of a, an approval. Yeah. We don't I wanna... highly recommend it. Please do. Till next time, I'm Tommy. I'm Bear. Don't be a dickhead. <laughs> 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 <laughs>